In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, we believe that you are really, truly, substantially present here, body, blood, heart, and soul, and divinity. We believe that your heart beats for us. That you wanted to be here with us tonight. That you embrace us as you are embraced by the Father in the Holy Spirit. You want to affirm us here tonight in our true identity as beloved sons and daughters of our Father. So together let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We'll continue tonight with John's first letter, chapter 2. I won't read the whole thing because it's longer, but I'll read the first mm, 12 or 15 verses here. My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. We know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. Whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar, and the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. Dear friends, I am not writing you a new command, but an old one, which you have had since the beginning. The old command is the message you have heard. Yet I am writing you a new command. Its truth is seen in him and in you because the darkness is passing and the true light is already shining. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates a brother or sister is still in the darkness. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light, and there is nothing in them to make them stumble. But anyone who hates a brother or sister is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. They do not know where they are going because the darkness has blinded them. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. So John right off the bat, reminds us that even if we have sinned, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. Paul would say that God is for us. And if Jesus Christ is for us, then who can be against us? You see the continuity of the scriptures. And then he says that we can't allow for hatred to grow in our hearts. And I like to make this distinction for people that you can be angry. It's okay as a Christian to be angry. Jesus got angry. 
Remember, he called the scribes and Pharisees hypocrites. He overturned the tables in the temple. So Jesus got angry when there was an injustice in a, in a particular way. Jesus got angry. And that is a proper response for all of us to get angry when there's an injustice. What we have to ask God for help with is not to allow hatred for a particular person to grow in our hearts. So we can hate what people do, but we can't hate the person. And sometimes that's hard. Sometimes that's really hard. Especially when there is some injustice committed over and over again. So that is a grace we have to ask for. And maybe that's a grace you need tonight. So when it comes to forgiving, we ask God to forgive what was done. We give it to God. And any, you know, any resentment or bitterness or hatred that we might have for somebody that offended us or a loved one, we'll give that to God too. Ask God to, to remove that from your heart. As the saying goes, Jesus hates the sin, but he always loves the sinner. He never loses his love for you or for me or for anybody, no matter what. So you don't have to do anything to make him want to save you. He already wants to save you. He went to the cross to prove that. To us. So we don't have to prove anything to him. He proved his love for us. So we don't have to prove anything to Jesus. We don't have to make him want to love us or to care for us. And I know sometimes that's hard to believe. So, Lord, help our unbelief tonight. Help us to believe more and more in your divine mercy, in your unconditional love. Help us to experience that. Touch our hearts tonight, Lord. And maybe there's a burden there that you carry. Sometimes in our struggle to survive, we carry these burdens which are associated with different lies that we've believed about ourselves or about God or about other people. And so his truth, which is always communicated in love, can set us free. So even that lie that I have to do something in order to make God love me, well, that's a lie. So you can just lay that down tonight. You can reject or renounce that lie. And then let Jesus' truth that you are loved unconditionally replace that lie and renew your mind and heal your heart. So you might ask him tonight, what other lies have I believed, Jesus, about you, about myself? How have I striven in some way to impress you or to make you love me? to earn your love, your trust. 
How have I tried to be validated or approved? We don't have to earn God's approval. He already approves of you. So let's take that to prayer tonight. Jesus, as we listen to these songs, we hear different words, different truths. Let that truth expose a lie that has weighed us down, that has kept us from being free to receive your love and to give your love unconditionally. Amen.